Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. And we are back. I'm feeling better. I think on the last episode, you guys, I had horrible allergies, but my allergies are better now. Hashtag fall vibes. That's what happens. Um, Anyway, enough about my allergies. We are back with a great episode. Today, we have amazing content creator, Metaverse mogul, Michael Lee, who's on here talking about how he got started content creating, his move into Web3, um, his company Joystick, which he co-founded with Robin DeFay, who is joining us also later today. So we are here talking all things Metaverse, Web3, NFT, all the above. So if you are into any of those things, or just want to learn and see what's what, grab a snack and you definitely want to tune in. Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. We just finished Brand Week, so welcome back home. <laughs> of course, appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Um, so before we get started on uh, everything, we always do like a question where we talk about, um, we, we ask the question, like what the term young influential means to you, like when you first hear it. So like initial reaction. Initial reaction, I think young I think uh, brand new and uh, a lot of opportunity and potential. Okay. Like these answers that you guys are coming up with are like so above (laughs) Because like some people are like, oh, it means you can change the world at any age. And I'm just like, wow, it wasn't that deep. I was just going to say young and whatever, (laughs) but all right. (laughs) All brainy. Um, And also everybody, we have Robin with us who will be jumping in later on as we talk about joystick and all that that we're up to so stay tuned as we dive into that let's go um but before we get into that mike can you give us like a backtrack on like how you got into like the content creation realm like was there something like at school that like you were really studying that you liked or how did this come about yeah so i was actually a professional dancer before I became a social media, you know, creator. Um, started dancing in 2012, became professional in 2015, and that's that's actually when I started my social media career. 
Um, I started off with YouTube, Instagram, Musical.ly, um, pretty much every social you can think of. Uh, I was trying to just push forward with. And I saw the opportunity of like these YouTubers basically just making a career out of doing what they love. And I was like, this is sick. Like I, I, I never wanted to do a nine to five. I always was like kind of like a business person at heart. And I saw that being able to mix your passion with your career just made sense. And, you know, kind of just pushed on with that. And about a year forward, I had my first quote unquote big break, gained like 100,000 followers on all platforms. And that just gave me a lot of reassurance that like I was in the right path. And I just had to continue from there. And, you know, fast forward 2019 to 2022, TikTok obviously worked its magic and I was able to really achieve a lot of my success I have now. No, and you brought up such a good point. Like, I remember, like, the early days of YouTube when, like, people were first on there. And then we started to kind of see a lot of the, like, content creators and, like, dancers and whoever, like, start to make careers out of it. I remember I used to watch a lot of them and be like, wait, what? They're now, like, working at such and such studio? Or, like, dang, like, they're actually, like, buying stuff off of it. Like, it was really cool because you got to kind of see their journey where they start off just, like, uploading. Like, one of my first favorite, like, YouTube's sex stories was like uh, Justin Bieber, like how I used to watch his covers. And then we kind of saw how he got signed by Usher and then kind of grew. So it was really cool. It's really cool to see now where you can access whatever level of success with like the internet, no matter like where you come from, whether you're like you have a background in promotion or whatever, like you you can just takes one person to like see your video or whatever. And then to like blow up. Yeah. hundred percent. Just so dope. Um, so speaking of like platforms, like I'm always curious. So like when you were when you were making the migration over to TikTok and stuff, did you have was it difficult or were you just like posting just to post? I feel like a lot of people were just like, oh, you know, like I just doing whatever and like whatever sticks. Yeah. So back so back then, before TikTok was TikTok, it was musically. And the way that musically worked was uh the team of musically actually hand selected videos to feature on their page. So it was actually very, very hard to get videos to go viral because it was based off of a person. So if a person didn't like someone, they wouldn't go viral. <laughs> if they did like other people, they would, you know, obviously promote them. And it was very just kind of blocked off to a certain type of creator um, that it was just really, really hard to get large on. And once 2019 happened, um, that's when obviously the algorithm changed to where it was just by the system instead of by a person. And for me, I, I kind of always knew it. And, you know, I, I never focused my full attention on that platform just because of that, that reason. So I always kind of like, you know, uh, outsource videos from my Instagram or YouTube or whatever, mainly Instagram. And I'll just repost it onto uh, TikTok. But once that obviously changed, I completely flipped. Oh, that's crazy. And that's so funny that you brought up like going from Instagram to posting on TikTok. So I'm seeing a lot of people do like the opposite where they're like taking like their stuff from like TikTok and putting it as reels and stuff. And a lot of people are saying like, oh, if you have the watermark on there. Now, yeah, now, it, now <laughs> it yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> But we now see that you're like moving into the Web3 metaverse realm. And a lot of us are like, first of all, trying to figure out like what that term even means. Um, So before I ask you about like your journey and getting into there, can you do you have like a quick summary of like what Web3 metaverse is to those who are like, what is that? (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. So Web3 is just a term to describe the state of what 
part of the internet we're at right now, right? So web one was really just like a read only uh, web where we're only able to kind of read emails or read like these very static image, uh, you know, like uh, websites and stuff. And it was just to get information. Then web two is what we're currently in right now, where we have social medias, we can put out content, we can, uh, you know, have all of these things where we can actually send out and and basically connect with each other and communicate with social media. Um, Web3 is basically the evolutionization of that to where now not we're not only able to just communicate, but we're actually able to own uh, digital assets in the met in in you know so in social media the metaverse uh games all of that we're actually able to own digital assets and that's really really game changing because our whole world is becoming digital you know everything uh we <laughs> we have all of our socials we have our our livelihood is literally based off of social media and um the internet that now the evolution of that is being able to actually own certain things and getting rewards out of it or making careers or all of that stuff out of it. And I think that's really, really important. So people are going to start seeing that. And that's kind of basically in it, what Web3 is in a nutshell. No, what's funny you say when you said like digital ownership, maybe you think of like the early days of Sims, like <clears throat> where we all would just like buy the special coins whatever for like our Sims clothing and stuff. And I feel like that's, I feel like I, that's like the best breakdown of how, I understood NFTs and people were like, oh, you know, like on Sims and whatever, how you could buy like special clothes and stuff (laughs) or like Bitmoji where you're like, you could buy like special stuff for your Bitmoji. They're like, yeah, that's what it is. I'm like, oh, okay. That that makes sense. (laughs) I like that. Or like Nintendogs. I don't know why, but Nintendogs. Like like that was like another one that some people that I heard people use. I'm like, okay, like that's a stretch, but that makes sense. But was it something like specific about it that made you want to like kind of get into it or like, how did you when how did you like make the switch? I think that so I've always been a very like techie geeky person behind the scenes. Um I've always loved technology and I think that evolutionizing things to where you're actually able to own something digital and actually have ownership and get rewards or perks or authenticity because of it. It's so important and a lot of people don't think it is, but when we start using real life examples or real world examples, they're like, Oh, I get it. Because like, you know, something like a verification on Instagram or TikTok is not tangible, but someone would pay a thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars to have that because it has such a different um it, it gives off a different, you know, vibe when you see someone with check mark or not with check mark, you know? That's that's one example. Another one is being able to authenticate um something that could be real or fake you know currently as of right now especially with like concert tickets or whatever like they they always had it to where you could kind of like fake tickets or have you know basically a loophole to to scam or essentially not know if something's real or not and with nfts and web3 is giving this power of being able to actually verify with blockchain technology of like what is real and what's not real and that just makes um the whole thing so much more special you know um, I think it's just a, a technology that is going to be used for, for years and years to come. And it's just kind of like, yeah, if people aren't into it now, they're, they're going to be late to the game, but it's going to be in their lives no matter what, uh, whether it's uh, a decade from now or two years from now. <laughs> That's so funny that you said, uh, people would pay thousands, like for the blue check mark, you know, that's so serious because like, I remember, oh, like, sure. growing up, uh, like, on the earliest week, people would see, like, we, we like, 
there was like a code because I was also like a geeky kid. Um, there was like a code that I remember watching a tutorial on where like you could create the co- I don't even know if I should be saying this out loud, but you could create the code to like <laughs> to make <laughs> your profiles have like the blue check marks. There was like an HTML code, and we all used to like try to do, we all used mm. to like try to do that. And yeah, I mean we none of us at like seventeen to eighteen had money to buy like a check mark even if that was available but i think that's so cool now where like you can buy like an nft gucci jacket or gucci flip-flops or whatever like the different assets the different assets and different realms of like the stuff like you said like the ownership and i think that's what's really cool about web3 is like how how we've been saying like how it's like ownership like you own something like you feel like you're a part of it like you're not just putting into it it's like when you're creating profiles or creating that stuff it's like do you really own it but these other properties and stuff like you actually own them Mm -hmm, exactly and speaking of like owning and stuff we know that you and robin have joysticks so do you guys want to give us the 411 on what that is oh yeah joy uh robin you want to go for it for sure man with joystick i mean you guys were talking about nfts digital ownership um it, it opens up what's possible in many many industries one of them where it's the most blatantly obvious and i think one of the the best short-term and near-term use cases for the technologies, the gaming industry, because when you can own digital assets, it gives you something for all that time and effort that you're putting into the games. You know, previously when we put hundreds or even thousands of hours into a game, when we're done and we're ready to move on to the next one, we go buy the next game and that's that, right? But thanks to this technology, you're going to be able to own the items, the assets, the land and everything inside these games. And so that when you're done, you can keep them as a memento. You can trade them and sell them. You have this value there, right? And it opens up what's possible for gamers worldwide. And so with Joystick, we saw the writing on the wall. We know that we know what's coming in this evolution in the gaming industry. And so we set out on the mission to empower people to earn money playing the games that they love. That's whether it's in the games through the NFTs and this tech that we're talking about, or also within and around games, whether it's content creation, um, streaming, creating a written or video content. Our goal is to teach people that there are so many different ways for you to succeed and earn within this new evolving Web3 environment. Um, And we'll show you the best ways and help you make it happen, educate and teach you. And then at the end of the day, give you the opportunity to create a whole new reality for yourself in and around the gaming industry. And I feel like what's cool about that is back like all, for all the parents were like you can't make a living playing games all day and stuff and like first of all where was this when like i was playing <laughs> kingdom hearts like all day and stuff like that like i needed this on kingdom hearts <laughs> call of duty halo like i needed something like this but was there like something that really like sparked the idea for you guys to make it or like we all know that gaming and gaming streaming is like really taken off and like the number one in entertainment across all platforms but like was there something yeah. that you guys like noticed like prior to this where you're like, no, there's something here to like do from here? Yeah. But, oh, definitely. Both of us, both of us knew. Uh, and that's why we were like, this is a perfect partnership. This is, this is amazing. Cause we saw the opportunity, you know, with gaming, um, this was, you know, the concept of, of ownership and, and selling things and basically making a, you know, an, an economy out of games. This isn't new. This is something that's been already happening. It's just, this is a more sustainable way to do it across the board you know uh for example for the gamers that know about csgo csgo used to have these uh gun skins where you'd buy a loot crate 
you have these skins and you'd be able to sell it in the market, it was technically like you own this asset that you could sell. Now imagine where, you know, games like, for example, Fortnite, where you spend so much money or uh, 2K, NBA 2K, where you spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on these skins and these characters and say you like stop playing, um, you know, you're kind of just stuck with the money being straight to the to the company and you don't have anything you if you but if you were to own the actual assets um you'd be able to sell those off and actually make profit off of the time that you put into the game or the money that you put in you know it's it's really really incredible and i think that a lot of people um when they hear the word nft or that when they hear the word uh, cryptocurrency they they get really turned off by it but i think it's just because they weren't educated on it um enough or or it wasn't shown to them the right way you know and i think that once you know the larger larger game uh companies and and people really start adopting the technology i think that people are going to really see like oh this is a benefit for us this is actually like i'm able to because there are already people in the web3 space that are supporting their families off of playing video games like quite literally and it's super duper crazy so i think that uh yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be something that's massive, and I and I think that's gonna actually be the biggest thing in the Web three space. So that's that's just why I wanted to kind of like you know, me and Robin and and the whole team that we have behind us, we wanted to make this the next thing that um, really just evolutionizes not only just the gaming space but the Web three space in general. Like we just saw this to be massive, and we're gonna have the first movers advantage, and that's just it. Totally. And to build on what Michael's saying, it's it's literally better for players. I mean, previously, the studios and the developers of games own 100% of everything that comes in and out of the game, right? And so now what it's doing is it's giving, opening the doors and shifting some of this power to the players of the games, which are ultimately the people that are making these games successful in the first place, right? And so now that you have the ability to own the assets in the game, you have the ability to actually take part in the success of the game. You actually have the opportunity to benefit off of it, um, whether that's through playing the game, it's through or for a long term holding the assets, whatever it may be. A perfect example: Call of Duty recently, literally in the last within the last few weeks, announced. You know how all these games mm -hmm. go from season to season. Um, and they announced that, hey, this old version of the game that you guys have all played for thousands and thousands of hours, we're, we're not going to support it anymore. We're moving forward with this new game. And everything that's in that game, skins, everything, are, they're no more. That's it. It's done. They're, they're not usable over here. So what we're touching on, because this stuff goes so much deeper than just digital ownership, right? Um, we're only touching on the very top layer of what's possible with Web3. Um, but the ability to bring assets from one game to another is also another another big piece of the puzzle here with interoperability. And that means that you're going to be able to take assets from one game and potentially use them in another game. You know, and these are just uh, just a little peek into what's possible with Web Web3 technology. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. And I feel like that's so true that you guys both touched on where you're like buying these games because I can think of many numerous ones. Like I remember like back in the day with like Club Penguin. I don't know if you guys remember Club Penguin. <laughs> you know, I yeah, would spend so I was, much I was like, Club Penguin there for sure. so much time and money like, on the extra stuff. And then like, yes. On puffles. <laughs> and then like after, <laughs> I'd be so bad. I'd be like, wait, like, I don't know. Like, like you would, I would stop playing and get bored or whatever. And I'd be like, oh, dang, I just spent like all this money. Like on all these, like the stuff that like the game's over. And like, I don't even want to play anymore. And it's like, dang, I just wasted 50 bucks. Or yeah, I'm trying to think of like any of those other games where it's like, I'd be like buying all these extra things. And I'm like, crap, it's all stuck in this game. Or coins and stuff that i wouldn't even use but i would trade in the game or whatever and or give it to somebody else and be like oh dang they got my memory card and all this access all the stuff i paid for and it's like now it's stuck so i feel like what's also cool about what you guys are doing is like yes it's like ownership and you can transfer it but also it's an easier access way into because i feel like a lot of people want to enter this space but they don't really there aren't they don't really either know platforms to access it or it can come across like when it's being marketed as like this, like kind of like boys club or like kind of like high society. And, and there's other, but they don't know about platforms like you all or other ones where they can easily get into it. So I feel like it's really, it's like what we just said, like education and then like accessibility into the realm. And if, on that point, like it's early days, right? If you were to look at the internet and go back to the early 2000s when e-commerce became something for the very first time, there was no infrastructure, whether you're trying to build or you're trying to have things put together from a security standpoint, all of that takes time to develop. And with time, it all becomes easier to use. Right now, the, the Web3 space is still really young, right? And so a lot of this infrastructure that currently exists is confusing and difficult to use. And that's why it's so critical to find people that, you know, can hold your hand through the process and can help show you the way. Uh, and that's exactly what we're doing with Joystick. We're, we're here to make it easier for people who have an interest in learning more about the technology, learning more about Web3, and obviously learning more about gaming. You know, you come with us and we make sure that you're coming in on the top level and not from the ground floor. And I feel like that's so good to like teach people about it too. And just so like... Those who are want to know, want to get to know, they're like, okay, like I'm being educated. They're not just like feeling like they're putting all this money and time and effort into something that could, quote unquote, be gone in a year, or be gone in a few months. Like they're actually being educated on it. And on that point, like Michael, is there anything that like you're doing like video series wise or anything uh, 
to like teach people about the metaverse and like web three. Like I know a lot of people are trying to like resource people about what's going on and like like what Robin said, it's young, so people want to know about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So for me, I'm I'm currently making a series called Just Meta, which is eventually so basically it's a series where it's a short form content where I'm basically just educating um people on very simple concept or complex concepts and making it simple in explanation, right? Uh, I'm then basically adding this factor of entertainment where I'm going to be utilizing uh, motion capture and basically these digital um, animations to talk with me. So for example, like a board ape, I, I created like a board ape skin where um, it's like a real life board ape NFT will be talking to me and it will be kind of like very conversational, but it has that element of like entertainment because it's like something that's like you don't see normally every day type of situation um then from there once it you know does really well we're gonna eventually bring it on to be a the first metaverse talk show so think like ready player one and the late night show combining into one that's what we're gonna be that's making. gonna be crazy so, <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's sick i it's it's really really dope and like robin do you have any like things that you're doing to like also help and teach people and like resource them about like the metaverse or like different web3 stuff as well yeah, hundred percent. I mean, content is the name of the game in any space, especially when it's early and growing. The more content that we can put out that's adding value to people, um, the better we're going to not only be able to establish our business, but also make a difference for the people that that are coming along for the ride with us. And so, the content that Michael's talking about—I mean, he's one of the most gifted and talented content creators on the planet. That's why I'm so stoked to be able to do all of this with him. Uh, what he just dropped with with just meta and and his ape is going to be so so dope i can't wait till we start bringing all of that out um but then giving written content and you know the tutorials that are going to teach people how to how to navigate this space without getting taken advantage of um and we're going to be delivering this content in a variety of different mediums both written video and also in a variety of languages um we haven't even talked about this yet but we're going to be dropping our content in nine different languages so that people from anywhere in the world have the opportunity to get involved because this is worldwide it's global um and the opportunity is different from country to country um and there there's so many like michael touched on a little bit earlier there are already people all over the world who are having a difference made in their life from the money that they're earning literally playing games and so we want to make that uh we want to give access to anybody regardless of where their position may be on the planet and so that's why we're going to be scaling our content in a variety of different languages a variety of different mediums to make it as easy as possible for people to jump in that's so dope um Speak just like when you said that I was immediately when you said jumping, I was thinking of like other experiences that people are doing. Like, I know a lot of other like people are trying to do like experimental stuff where people can like go and experience it in person and um, do stuff like that. So it's like joystick. Are you all like planning on doing like any cool like in person events where people can like experience this stuff like firsthand to like really get that hands on approach? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, hopefully we can tap into like the esports, making your own events, tournaments, parties, all that stuff. We're gonna ma- we're gonna make it fun still, you know. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you're looking at our roadmap, Colin. <laughs> Not me jumping in. No, because I'm I'm one of those where it's like it's easier for me to get something like if I can like feel it or touch it, like how they have like when people are trying to like really onboard like the VR headsets, like how a lot of people will do like the activations in person, where people can like try it on and do that stuff. So I feel like with joystick and stuff, there's so many cool opportunities to, for people to like get that hands-on approach to be like, oh, this is like how it's done and really kind of get to know the community and really like build it that way by like 
hosting like various events and stuff. There's no, oh, 100%. there's no better way for people to learn something than through experience, right? And I think what we'll see, especially over the next 12 months, is a variety of different ways that people are getting creative to connect this new digital world with the physical world, right? Whether it's through events, through educational activations, we have a couple tricks up our sleeve for combining physical and digital products together as well. Um, that's going to be a big part of the adoption that we see in the near future. Okay, let's go. And when you said physical and whatever, it made me think of like the cool like metaverse concert experiences and stuff that we've like seen recently, like through the Roblox type concerts. And um, I know we saw Eminem and Snoop perform like in the metaverse, like recently in the VMA. Do you guys have like a favorite experience? Like it's just like when I'm throwing out there, like do you guys have like a favorite recent or like, in the year metaverse experience that you guys have like seen somebody do i got i got the three i got the three the first one the first one is is fortnite fortnite actually when you were brought them up yes fortnite has been killing it mm-hmm. in terms of the uh the interactions and how to like kind of you know actually make an experience with music so that's definitely number one for that two would be uh two other creators um two and three i guess the second one would be teflon sega he's the first metaverse artist i believe super dope guy uh all of his videos are uh, made in the unreal engine and then the third one is another guy that does unreal stuff is uh, his name is xanadu the, those two guys are insane when it comes to the metaverse stuff and i'm just trying to catch up to their level so that's uh yeah hopefully i'm the i'm the next creator for that so yeah let's go robin what you got <laughs> dude i mean it's hard to ignore what fortnite has done it's definitely one of the biggest metaverses in place right now if you travis scott's concert they they did 70 million dollars in revenue on that concert there's no concert hall worldwide globally that he could go and do that have that kind of result and i think that what you're starting to see is people are bands, groups, performers, artists, creatives are going to begin to partner with different technology companies to deliver their own customized metaverses in places where they can put on concerts, events and the likes, um, and just kind of have total control over the entire environment. Yeah. I think, I think that's just really cool. And I would like to see like more other people outside of music do it. Like I'd like to see like comedians and like movies and like different things. And I feel like that would be like a, cool like i don't know when i said movies i'm thinking of like a cool like casper reboot in the metaverse that would be dope like casper and roblox <laughs> uh, right i don't know why but that was like the first thing that's I very guess, that was like the first thing that came to mind casper in the metaverse <clears throat> um but for my last one to like wrap up what's uh are there any like platforms or like tools um that you guys think for like whether it's marketers or like people who just want to educate, like, I know we talked about like a few resources earlier, but like, what's like a step one if somebody's like, yo, okay, I want to learn, I want to get educated on the metaverse and like web three, like what are some key resources that you guys think people should check out? Yeah. First of all, you head straight to our website. That's number one, number one, joystickgaming.io. Come on in. Uh, but Michael, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, that um, that just meta, of course. Like I, I, I am not not just to promote or whatever, but I am. I feel like I am creating really good content to teach people an easy way to access Web three and understand it. So that's on YouTube, that's on TikTok, Instagram, all of that stuff. Um, and aside from just meta, I think actually being a part of the community and just kind of slowly diving in with like Twitter, YouTube, you know, YouTube and Twitter are your best friends. I think that Twitter spaces for people who want to like actually learn about the space and be a part of the space, 
Twitter spaces are pretty much where you go into these rooms on Twitter and people basically just chat and talk to each other and they can listen on stage and you can kind of like learn whatever topics they're talking about and uh, kind of just diving yourself in that way is uh, probably the best way as well. So yeah, those, Dude, those three are the, the solid ones. You're so right. One of the coolest things about this space, Colin, is that anybody can really get involved and help. It's, it's really unique in that way that it has, it's built by community at the foundation of it. So many of these businesses, protocols, projects, whatever you want to call them, they're built on the foundation of community. So if you find something that you're passionate about in and around the Web3, whether it's music for you, gaming for me, whatever it may be, you can go out and research these projects where Michael's pointing you, like Twitter, Twitter space is the number one place to learn about them. And find somewhere, some uh, a community, a project that resonates with you. Get involved, join their Discord, start to add value in any way, shape, or form. And I can tell you countless stories of people who have gotten involved like that and ended up finding roles within these projects that developed into an actual job within the Web3 environment. And so it offers opportunity that's a little bit different than the traditional world, definitely. Yeah, I think that's so true because I feel like, like we all said earlier, like it's still so young. So it's all kind of trial and error. We're all kind of in the same boat learning and figuring out like what's what. And I think that's what also makes it cool. Like we can just try stuff and some stuff will stick, some stuff won't like. Maybe an NFT SpongeBob will like stick for some marketing people and maybe like it won't for others. So I think that's, I think that's really cool. Um, but yeah, thank you both for just blowing our minds. Like, now I'm like, dang, I gotta get into it. I gotta get into gaming again, so I can get on joystick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely um, a big opportunity that a lot of people are gonna start noticing in years to come. So, All right, thank you both. Uh, yeah, really, really excited for this, and thank you for having us on, man. Yeah, thank you, Colin. Wow, how great was this episode? If you were like me, you probably took a lot of notes and have a lot of questions and comments. So if you do, feel free to add us at Adweek across Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias. And we'd love to hear from you all. And feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That always helps us. And we can't wait to hear from you all and see you in the next episode. So bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Young Influentials, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Aarons, and edited by Lane McGibney at Bountwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.